You've been making new music. Yes. Ah. Like what? Like, uh, I mean, did you ever finish that one song? Here, let's play this one closer. Um, which one? Uh, actually, I know I showed you one in the car, like, a couple weeks back, but I can't remember which one I did show you. Was, um, yeah, you, you showed me... I don't know what it is. I don't think... I'm not even sure. Was there lyrics to it? No. Yeah, that's well, what you told me. Well, I have lyrics now. You told me that you were gonna... You were just about to put lyrics on it, but... You yeah, didn't. It was like a lyrics. lot of strumming, right? Like yeah. a slower kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Show. Okay. Yeah. So that one has lyrics, and then I just uh, finished recording a new one this past week, mm -hmm. and I sang in that one. <laughs> so I'll have to show you that one. It's yeah, you'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> good. Here, cheers, really quick. Thanks for thanks for coming by. No problem. Thanks for doing Thank a podcast. For I think last time we did a podcast, it was like what almost two years ago or something. Like probably like a year and a half. Two. I think oh, I had, probably but just about two years. Ago. I had just bought the second mic and everything. I was so excited. I tried it on my couch a couple of times. I don't know if you were there for that or for like. Was I think I saw setup? saw something on uh, social media. Like, it wasn't it wasn't this setup then. No, it was no, it was this setup. And oh, we, it had was? Like, we had like a camera. Yeah, like yeah, that's right when here. I was trying to record. <laughs> I, I kind of gave up on that. It's like, the filming of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it was kind of useful at first. I was like some decent content for like social media, but I could just pull the audio and just put our faces or something. You know, just like figure it out some other way. Yeah, I tried to uh, at the beginning of the year, back in January, I was going to mm -hmm. start up a podcast. I know your setup looked cool too. Yeah, I had like, so like little, after this, we have to jump over to your place. Yeah, yeah. well, the thing, the problem is, is uh, the setup's gone now. What do you mean? So the office, the whole room? No, not the, not the room. No. The, room's, the room's still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It exists. It exists. <laughs> but the where we had like the the couch and the mic set up in the little office room, we moved the couch and took the mics out because we were putting another desk in. Uh, so now we have three desks in that room. Hmm. So we have like, because we brought a printer and we had no place to put the printer. Right. So we put another desk in there. And we had to move around some of the. So now you have like two desks, one on each side or? Yeah. There's like much. a one long kind of two desks on uh, one side of the room and mm -hmm. then one on the other. Mm. So Damn. we kind of moved the. But you guys have the equipment. Yeah. Right. So you could do kind of what I'm, I mean, because I don't have it out like this all the time either. Yeah. So you could just like, set it up. I, yeah. I set it up for, I mean, I do this once a, every six months apparently. Or <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do it often anymore, but. You know, yeah, it's not it's not that hard. And you had you had the good mics. You had the like the the sure ones. Right? Oh yeah. Well, we have one of those. Uh, well, we ha are you talking about like the the like, like the it's condenser like, mics? Yeah, it's like the the legitimate podcasting mic. I think you can use it for for singing probably too. But yeah, yeah. We, I'm using you know shotgun mics. It's not well, conventional. These still some. They sound great because you're like two inches away. But <laughs> it's not like the conventional. You know, it's the form factor is a little weird. But no, you're right. They sound good. But yeah, <laughs> you just can't touch them. Yeah, no touching. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so far uh, I've only recorded like maybe two test runs with that podcast. Yeah, it's called the Average Society. Yeah, I like the name, and then you did even like a little intro for it. Yeah, that's right. The like yeah, animation that was really pretty cool. I like that a lot. Um, I just want to run with it. I want to kind of start that back up because like mm -hmm. I had some ideas for it. Like me and Arya, or uh, we were like planning on like kind of making that our podcast mm -hmm. and like kind of having guests on like talking right. to both oh, of so us like three people yeah or like just more yeah groups or mm -hmm. whatever but uh just kind of life went on and yeah things you know, yeah i mean scheduling them it becomes it becomes a little difficult like you, it's easier to like almost burn out because it's like you try to schedule everybody and then like you realize the the amount of people you know <laughs> or like that are willing to do the <laughs> podcast is very limited and then you're like fuck do i resort to doing like the whole zoom calls and stuff like do i start reaching out to 
like cold reaching out to people and being like, Hey, I have a podcast, you know, or it's, it's like, crazy. like, it's, it's hard to make those connections that you meet people that are like worth talking to on a podcast, you know, and then phys- physically having them there is even more difficult. Yeah. You, know? you got to schedule them. Yeah. And, and they have to be local, you know, so it's, it's a whole job and I don't know. That's kind of why I kind of dropped it a little bit. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to do it whenever I can, but it's becoming more just like I do it for fun. You know, it is fun to do because, mm-hmm. like, I guess you could just uh, you could have a couple friends come over and mm-hmm. record a little session. And then yeah, if I could get, I mean, at least one more. Do you have a a Zoom uh, one of these? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have like this one, that exact same one, uh, dude. Then we can at least four. do four people with with the <laughs> I mean with the equipment that we have, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we could. That'd be that'd be fun. Maybe like. Just your roommates or something, and Dude, just all getting. We totally room. should. <laughs> yeah, we should. We uh, that one could be under your thing. So yeah, yeah. We're doing this right now. Right. What? Um, I was gonna say one thing. Uh, my dad actually has a podcast. I think I was mentioning <laughs> to it, mentioning it to you back. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or so, but he's uh he's doing pretty good with that. Like he mainly does the Zoom, Zoom kind of call podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's had anyone actually into his. Um, right like yeah i mean like i said it's just difficult so i don't blame him so he yeah but he and he also what goes mostly for like creatives and like other directors yeah, creative and stuff. directors and then uh his podcast is called explore purpose mm-hmm. and so basically it's uh he interviews Based around jesus of course right <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> dad if you listen sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it sounds it sounds it sounds like it a little bit and you're right what's your, what's your yeah. dad's name? uh conrad conrad Weaver. Not, right conrad i'm sorry it's just a joke <laughs> but, a good kid. <laughs> but um pretty much his uh it, basically he interviews people that uh are inspiring people that they show their purpose in life and what mm-hmm. they're achieving and doing and right yeah you know, yeah, I mean, pretty much what everybody's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that was like my noble cause in the beginning. I was like, I want to connect to creatives and you know build this community. And I mean, it's still kind of that, right? Um, like I, I have posted things and like people have connected over and like they're like you know they reach out every once in a while. But um, no, yeah, it's just it's just difficult. Like I, I'd, if I wanted to be serious about it, I'd have to do like the whole Zoom call to make it convenient and like able to like actually yeah. get people on because the whole thing about like hey can you you want to come over next week and it's like uh what yeah, it's like, <laughs> it gets weird and then it's like especially if you don't know somebody then yeah, it's like super yeah, weird yeah. but um but like or joe rogan says just, it's like when when you do this whole zoom call thing it just it takes away the face to face yeah aspect. i don't know the like 50 percent of like the you conversation know, the, the the whole flow the flow of like a good conversation that you have in person you can't get that so it's more like a question based interview at that oh, yeah, point right it's like, like you have a turn to speak you you ask something you kind of try to give them enough to go on and then you're like hope that they have something long to say cuz you're going to take 5 minutes to like try to figure out the next question or something you know <laughs> but i mean yeah and so like i feel like the format of the zoom calls it's like it's useful it's like people get some good content and like information out but I don't know. It's like that that takes the fun away from me a little bit. And so yeah, I've, that's I've, the only uh, reason I'm doing it. I've watched a few like podcasts on YouTube that are like just like Zoom call mm-hmm. podcasts. And like you said, they're very like question based. Like the yeah, interviewer yeah, yeah. or whoever is the host of the, the podcast will mm-hmm. mainly like ask the person a question. And, and it's still good. Like if you want little sound bites, little sound bites for like your, your social media or just like little pieces of content. I've seen that a lot too. Where it's like just one person is going on a little rant, right? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how it goes. Is like one person starts going off on a tangent and like, or like on a rant, and then like they say something that sounds 
meaningful. <laughs> you know, like they, they put they, good like, words snap, together. They take a video of that and put it on TikTok. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little the follow caption things. Does do you know how that actually works? Do you know, like have you seen those videos now that like as they're talking, the words they're saying are like popping up? Like, oh, dude, like, that's, that's nice all graphic. edited in. You yeah, have to do but, that like manually. I'm pretty sure. No, no yeah. way. No, 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 no. Can't no, be. It's not like automated. I, I think it is automated. You're saying oh, it's manual? I think it's manual. I don't know. I have no clue. No way. Because some of this content is like, like people are posting on their stories just and like, it's like a while long they're running. Story. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like word by word. I think it's like a, a something like, like a, a new feature. I think thing? it's a new feature in Instagram because I think I saw something that's like auto caption or something like that. It might be. I, I think it I think it has to because I'm like I was trying to figure out how to do Because he's gonna type videos. out their whole story word for word. Yeah. No and highlight to, the certain <laughs> words they wanna like highlight. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean I think it says every single word, but it does it in like a graphically nice way, you know, like it actually gives it some animation and stuff. I was like, that's better than like most subtitles, you know? Like I, I was like, fuck, maybe I need to do that for my videos. <laughs> did but, uh the video you showed me with the, the car mm -hmm. um did you add in those subtitles? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, but Premiere does a yeah. They have like a mm -hmm. subtitle thing. Yeah, they have a, a captioning like uh, AI thing or whatever. So like you go through. How good is that? It's pretty good. Like it, it does a really good job. Even like when they're fucking up while they're talking. Like if they say ums a lot, they'll or, put like, in the um. No, no, no. It, it won't. It'll skip over it perfectly. Oh, really? Which is even better. Or like if they stumble through something and then like pick it back up, it'll kind of try to make the most sense out of out of their language. And so like. Because like sometimes as as like when you're writing subtitles, you don't necessarily go word by word. Because sometimes they, the things they're saying, if you write them out, they don't. It doesn't look make right. sense. Or, or, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense at all. It's like not proper sentences, right? And so like you got to think about it for people that are not listening, that are only reading. You got to think of like, well, how do I make this more understandable? It's like you got to kind of you know put a little, edit it a little bit, yeah, 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 a little put a little spin on it. <laughs> you know, they say it sucked. You got to say it was decent. You know, <laughs> they, they say some shitty stuff. You got to be like, you got to. Fix it up. I don't know. Clean it up. But but yeah, so so you end up doing that anyway. It was just pretty cool seeing how like the software kind of does it for you almost a little bit in some situations. But overall, I think it's pretty solid Like for, for being just part of Premiere now. And it just kind of creates it all, times it all up. Obviously, like sometimes it puts like the first like two words of a sentence for some reason like in its own bubble. And then like it'll skip to the next part of it and like put this long ass sentence and right after it so then you have to like you know you got to copy some of it and like move uh, it, like over. it over yeah yeah so you gotta do small changes like that but overall i think it's pretty solid for for just being free and easy to use before you like had to type years it all ago out. i was literally <laughs> typing it all out it was such a pain in the ass yeah because Jesus, yeah, it was terrible. So, um, blessing on on that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank for you, sure. coders. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Adobe, for listening to some people. I'm sure. I'm sure there was a lot of complaints or, or like requests for that feature. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like. I started when I first started editing. I started editing on uh, Final Cut Seven, yeah, which yeah, was like the me. like the gray white version mm -hmm. of Final Cut, and. And then I never got to Final Cut X. I just went straight to Premiere, like, mm -hmm. from there. Back in, like, 2017, I got Adobe Premiere certified mm -hmm. for, like, the 2015 version. No, oh, right. That's sweet. But that's already expired. And, like, of course. Everything's already yeah. updated. I think like, I was, uh, I think in high school I did, like, a Photoshop certification. certification yeah. yeah. I mean, it still taught me a lot, but... Obviously, at this point, like the actual certificate is, yeah, is useless. Yeah, it's invalid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, null and void. But editing, like back then, like definitely helped me like 
build the skills like I needed for now. Like, yeah, I mean, there is definitely a certain amount of like editing, like skills and techniques, and like it's not even like the skills. It's like uh, I mean, you can call it skills. It just sounds kind of lame to call it that, but <laughs> like um, you're like intuition or like you're you're basically like your instinctive like timing your pacing you know like when to when to cut something like in the middle of a sentence like things like that like those only come after like doing it a shit ton mm-hmm. so starting at any level at any point in your life i mean that's like it's experience that slowly starts to build it's like no matter what whenever you start you're gonna be shitty right but then it's like you do it enough times you start realizing oh there's like a pattern you know it's like and and there's not like a clear like oh every time this you gotta no, do this it kind of varies every time you yeah exactly kind of adjust so, to Whatever video you're creating, you gotta kind of yeah. Put it's, it it into all that. has to kind of ebb and flow a little bit, and like, like the the song with with the words, and then the visual. It's like everything has. When to the kind words of... end, you gotta bring the music up, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, like, right, something <laughs> like that. But but yeah, there's obviously like all the technical stuff that you need to learn about it, and I feel like obviously sticking with a certain program probably helps because then it's like at least the baseline of like how the program works you'll kind of carry with you, even if it gets updated a lot. But more than that, it's like the the actual like feeling of of what it what it means to like cut something nicely together, you know. And then at a certain level, you become like a master or whatever. And then you you don't even <laughs> people have said this. I don't know. <laughs> but but they tell me like like wow, dude, it's like that's amazing. Like what you're doing. It's like for me, it just feels natural. You know? Yeah. Like when when it feels right, it feels right. You know. And a lot of the times, it almost just feels it like now when I'm editing, it almost feels like. Yeah, I'm putting no effort into it or, mm-hmm. or a lot, a very minimum effort, but mm-hmm. it's coming out like people are like, whoa. Yeah. Like sometimes. And no, I'm that's just exactly, like, that's well, I mean. it, it didn't really do much. Mm-hmm. But, and, but like, that's, that's, you think it's like, there's, there was a, there's this quote, and I don't know if this really ties in, but um, it's like basically somebody's like, oh, you're going to charge me like $150 an hour or whatever um, for this like 30 second thing, whatever. But it's like, no, I'm charging you $150 for my 10 years of experience yeah, yeah, I, to I've be able that. to do this in this amount of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not, you're not just paying obviously like an hourly thing where it's like you're, you're, you're paying bringing, for the experience. Yeah, you're bringing in literally years and years and years of like hard work and like learning and educating, yeah, all of it into this one 15 second video or whatever, you know? And, and yeah, it's true. It's like, you don't, there's no, there's no real shortcuts with that. Well, at least not that I've seen. I mean, obviously you can, you can speed through it by like doing it every single day a lot that might burn you out a little bit <laughs> but but if you keep at it obviously long enough it's like within a couple of years you'll be pretty good um you know obviously i've been doing it for for a very long time you've been doing it for a very long time and so like it feels natural and that's where that's where you start feeling like kind of like oh when you're good at something you make it look easy you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, one thing that really like um uh like improved my editing skills was working at the the studio yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i worked <clears throat> i mean yeah <laughs> well uh, i'm curious to see your take on it because it was, it was a similar situation for me but that wasn't my first editing job and so you know obviously a lot of what we did at the studio there was editing i had a previous job where i was editing every single day anyway and so i had already kind of built up a little bit of experience in that kind of workflow and then coming into this it was like it was nice to do something different because there i was doing a lot of like like youtube content and like short form like social media ads 10 second videos and stuff yeah but like not like high quality i wouldn't say not high quality i would say like 
really fast turnarounds. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so like, and like a lot of focus on quantity versus quality. And so then when we moved to the studio, it was a, it was a slight shift towards the try to put a little more quality, or at least for me, it was like, cause I knew my speed was really good at editing. And so I could put extra more time. quality into yeah, yeah. the editing, yeah. Yeah, and I could still do it because I was faster. I could still do it in a good, decent amount of time. You know, I wasn't taking like weeks to put out a video. I could still do it like competitive with everybody else, but I'd be putting, in my own mind, I'd be putting more time because like I'd be done with a, like a typical video within like two or three hours, but then I'd put an extra two or three hours to just like finesse everything, you know? Yeah, And yeah. so that's where you start kind of going into those extra layers of like, you know, the sound design and like maybe mm-hmm. some transition stuff and like, really dialing in like the the whole story being told by the by the dialogue and all that and so yeah i mean it helped me too but for me it was it was very useful at first at my first editing job to be able to like hone down just like all the technical like shortcuts you know how to export properly how to do like all all the kind of like you said technical aspects of it so you so you're not lost in the when you're trying to edit, like trying to figure out what to do, like what button mm-hmm. goes where, or like where's the right, next right. button, or right, and then you start you start basically learning again. The shortcuts was like a massive thing because it's like, oh, you don't have to drag your your mouse all the way across and like click this and then bring it over and click this. You can just you know really quickly with your left hand that's not on the mouse. You can just control click something and then it'll be done. Yeah, and so things like that obviously speed up your your workflow quite a bit, and things like that obviously help sticking with the program because then it's like it builds on top of it rather than like having to switch to a new program where you had to relearn basically yeah. everything <laughs> have you ever used um this is a kind of a sidebar mm. but have you used the avid at all no i heard it i mean i've heard from from people that it's like terrible or like not terrible but like it's not functional for like a quick turnaround like you know simple stuff yeah, you know? yeah. it's like if you, you want to like make a quick little 10 second like video mm-hmm. in like 20 minutes it's mm. not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> right right and and i mean even premiere gets i mean not that it's like overly complicated obviously for us it feels like super simple now and almost like dumb but um there's like a even simpler version of premiere have you like heard of rush oh premiere rush mm-hmm. yeah i've used and it on my phone it, a few times yeah yeah it's you can do it on your phone super or like, easy. Like it's a mobile app <laughs> And um, it makes it even even easier, right? Or even more simple. Or like, like obviously, makes, you lose a lot of control. It gives you basically Premiere. It's like the layout of Premiere, but like the very basics that you need. Mm-hmm. Just a cutting tool. I, I like, think that's I, it. I feel like it. it yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like for, think about someone that's like not trying to do anything but put like two clips together. It's yeah, like, exactly. What do we need to give them? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. A cutting tool. That's <laughs> the, the snip or whatever. Um, no, but I was trying to get like Natalie to to like start editing a little bit because I don't know um, she's been helping me like on her days off because you know she has multiple days off in a row now and so she's been helping me a little bit here and there with like social media stuff oh, and nice, all that nice. and I'm like the next step because right now like I'm still creating the content and then I'm just giving it to her and she's like writing the post basically or like helping me write the post and like I'll clear it and all that but we I want to get to the point where like I could just give her. A project, the, yeah, the whole project, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> just like full on, just throw it in the dirt. Um, no, but like, yeah. So, so like, I was like telling her, I was like, oh, why don't you just start with Rush? It's like very, it should be like the lowest level, like editing, like that you need to learn. You know, you don't need to learn months worth of no, stuff yeah, to to be able to use it. It's almost it, intuitive. Yeah, it sh- or at least it should be. That's the idea, right? It's like you can get it on your phone. Um, it's good for like social media content and all that and it has like all the all the features that you need for like 
that stuff, you know? And so I told her, I'm like, yeah, why don't you try it out? And she hasn't, I don't think she's downloaded it quite yet, but I feel like if she does, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. Because I tried using it for someone coming from like an advanced level to try to use it is actually it was almost hard (laughs) i was like wait i'm confused (laughs) like i was trying that's what i was getting uh, i was i was using it a while back and i was trying to edit like a tiktok or something Mm -hmm. and i was confused on how to use it i was like no at first like i i felt like i was like i don't know how to edit anymore (laughs) i was like i was like i can't drag this clip like or like yeah yeah i was like trying to do like do something like just drag the clip and it wouldn't Mm -hmm. let me or like i don't know but like it reminded me of like after learning how to use Premiere and like being in the world of Premiere for a while, it reminded me of what I felt like when somebody put me in um, in uh, Final Cut. And yes. so like I don't know the <laughs> controls there. And so like I'm dragging stuff and it's like not letting me do certain things or it's like I'm trying to like just like maneuver around the, the program and it's like not, it wasn't functional for me, you know? <laughs> so I felt, yeah, I was like, damn it, I don't, I don't know how to do this anymore. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like all those programs, I mean, but, uh, at the end of the day, it's like editing is such a small step, you know? It's like people that are trying to create content is like, yeah, you probably should learn at least like the baseline, but it's such a small step. And it's something that like once you get really good at, it's it's cool to be good at and like it's useful, but you don't want to be. Like, <laughs> at, least, at least I don't want to be. I don't want to be the editor. Yeah, I I, exactly. It's like I as mean, much as I know I can put really quality stuff out there, right? Like in, if I if I like baby a project, you know, and do like every single step. But I'm getting to the point where it's like oh, I don't want to have to do every dude, step. I want to be able uh, to hand it off. Like this past week, I'm trying to edit that wedding video that we filmed mm. like, on like last two weeks yeah. ago or whatever. And I'm just like, I hate editing weddings. <laughs> like I, it's not even a wedding. It's just the reception. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is hell. Yeah. And I'm sure you had a lot of flashbacks. So yeah. yeah dude, negative energy dude, tied to that. But. The DJ was one of the DJs I've like. Yeah, that you've worked with. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had, I had a similar experience. I mean, I had to do it for a friend not too long ago. And, and yeah, I mean, it was, it made it a little better that they were like my friends and like the whole shoot, like I did it by myself and, um, and the shoot went like really well. Like I I wasn't like stressed about it or anything. I was like, obviously I knew what I was doing and like, I wasn't going to stress over it. And also, you know, I basically, basically did it for free because I mean, they, they paid for like the hotel and like the stay and everything, but I basically did it as like their wedding gift. Right. Uh, side note, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Don't but, make a video of yeah, wedding gift. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, that's a terrible idea. Um, no, I, I gave them like that as a gift like a long time ago. And I thought maybe in my business, like there was a space still for like weddings. And I, I have now realized, obviously there's not, but, um, but having to edit that video because it's like my friends and I didn't want to just like rush through it. Cause if I wanted to, I could edit a video in like oh, a day or two, maybe like throw like five to 10 minutes together, you know, make it like decent, but like not great. Just send it out. But I was like, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to do that to my friends, you know? And it's like, they're, they're good friends. And so I put a little, you know, I, I did like a, like what I would consider like a good edit. And, um, no, I mean, I was happy with how it came out, but geez, yeah, the whole process and like, it's just, I feel like it took hours, like took for forever yeah, to yeah, get yeah. through I mean, it. Cause it, I mean, and you just did the reception you're saying, right? Like I, I did yeah. like a full day. And it so it was just the reception. Yeah, it's just it's just weddings are a ton of content. You know, I've I've shot recently like way more like short form, 
like a couple hour like shoots or whatever, you know, some B-roll here and there, whatever. And it's just like the amount of time, like in the, the content time that you end up with is like maybe in like an hour or two, right? They have to sift, sift through yeah, and like yeah. pull out. But weddings, it's weddings, like, you're, you're going, going through like 300 clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then you got to go through like an hour and a half for like speeches, speeches and all this and like pull out the good moments and all. And yeah, that stuff just drains you. And so like what I did was basically edit it, basically like took like a whole month. And like, just like one day a week, I would get like an hour or two and then I'd be like totally burned out. And I'd be like, I can't, I can't do this. Looking at like, yeah. just like look at your computer. Oh, nope. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be so bad. Like I'd open the program and be like, all right, that's probably enough for today. <laughs> We're like, all right, let me just, let me, maybe, maybe like sync the footage. Dude, you know, something like that. I totally feel that. And then I was like, that's enough. That's enough for today. I'll find some, some other stuff to do, but yeah, I mean, yeah, just going back to it just doesn't feel good. <laughs> or, like, it, it felt like I'm glad that I got away from it, you know, more than anything. Um, but, yeah, I mean, now that, now that, I mean, I haven't, I mean, I know you might still be shooting weddings. Yeah, I don't... did shoot a wedding mm -hmm. uh, with Custodio, actually, mm -hmm. with the studio. Sorry. You can, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I yeah, whatever. <laughs> with them on uh, Saturday, this past yeah. Saturday. But yeah. it was like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's. Is that the Gaylord? And, uh, you're at the tail end. You're basically where I was like a couple months ago where it's like, I was doing them, but I knew I didn't want to be there. And like, those were like one of my few jobs every month that I would be like kind of reg not regretting, but like, uh, dreading, you know, like, like Dude, I was not, I woke up that morning mm -hmm. and I was like, why, why did I accept this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, so. <laughs> yeah, but I then, went to it and it was fine and then I left. Yeah, you get through it. Like, you realize like it's it's just like any other thing. Yeah. And it just it is a shitty job because it brings that feeling of like ah, I'm still doing this. You yeah, know? yeah. Like like I don't want to be, but I'm still doing it. <laughs> and so it, it feels even better though when you when you step away from that. Um other jobs will become shitty, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, it's not like you're you're away from the shitty jobs forever, but but you know that's it's progress. It's it's like looking back and being like, haha, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Feels good. Um, yeah, but but I mean, yeah, I'd say by definitely by like the end of the year, you'll probably Dude, be out of yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. I think I have two more with them booked in july and that's i'm probably done after that mm -hmm. they've asked me for like september november i'm like dude i don't know yeah like that's kind of too yeah. far out you know yeah yeah and it's so weird because weddings are like that they book like years in advance or whatever or not years but like around you know six to, to 12 months and so obviously for them it's like convenient to them just lock somebody in at yeah, the moment. yeah and for somebody like us where it's like our situations are very fluid you can't yeah, really be locked really in for six months in advance. It gets complicated. You don't know if mm -hmm. like, you're going to land something in six months. It exactly. Yeah. Be and so much bigger than that. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Obviously, how uh, at least for me, I feel I feel like it was slightly unfortunate how it ended with like that kind of situation. But again, water under the bridge, whatever. Like. I'm obviously fine. I'm sure they're fine. You know, it's like everybody's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nobody's nobody's dying or anything. And so, whatever. It's just uh, just a, something you learn from and gotta move on. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's good. It's it's good to like chum it out after. I'm so I'm so glad though, like that, like uh, that you left and then like Bro. we were able to work together on some stuff now you know like like the the amount 
of like quality of life that I've been able to gain from doing my own thing now. And I don't know if it's you're at that point yet, but like you're probably getting there and yeah, you're yeah, realizing sure, like sure. the amount of freedom that comes. It's like, yes, it's hard work. Yes, you have your stressful days, because months, whatever. Even though you're working for yourself, you're working for yourself. So that means you gotta you gotta you gotta be the person that wakes up in the morning and mm -hmm. you know, tells yourself to be like, All right, let's get on the computer and let's let's figure this shit out. Mm -hmm. Like let's, let's get something done. If it's not if it doesn't happen, then that's like on you. It's not like there's not going to be another guy above you exactly. telling you being like on your ass. So it's yeah. like, it's all that's that. the hard part about it's it. It's all that. Know? And then on top of that, it's like you have so much freedom with your time, right? Especially when you just get to the, 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 the couple of months when you're transitioning from like, <clears throat> am I going to make it? Do I need to get another job to like, oh no, I can kind of make this work. Um, and then eventually you'll transition to like, all right, this is working. How do I keep building on this, right? And then at that point, you just you 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 get a little bit more relaxed, but then at the same time, you're like even more hungry, or at least for me, you know, it's like like I'm I'm really you excited. Don't get the excitement. Yeah, you're like that. Like all right, it's like motivation. I've I've, I've kind of got through the like the shittiest part of this, right? And so now it's just about how do I keep building on it? How do I keep moving the momentum forward or whatever? And how do I keep like building those relationships or, or those connections that are gonna keep obviously bringing me up that next level the next level what's the next level and so you're just always constantly looking forward to, you're just you're just excited because you're hopeful and and optimistic about everything and so that is obviously great for like stress and like just quality of life stuff but then on top of that it's like the, the amount of time and freedom outside of work stuff that i'm that i'm getting back is like amazing it's like even even something as small as like the drive to work right and it's like an hour or whatever or 30 minutes there or 30 minutes back it's like that made me come home every day at like 5.36 and not want to go to the gym, not want to... Not want to do anything. Do anything, <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't even want to make dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you, you make dinner, you take a shower, and then it's like 9 o'clock, you're like, fuck, I'm going to watch you a gotta, show and go to bed. And then you got to wake up and go do the yeah, same thing the next yeah, day. Yeah, pretty much. And so that cycle, I just I just feel like I, it's not healthy for people. It's like, now... It's not, it's, it's not healthy for me. Yeah, I mean... Like, uh, yeah. some people might, that might work, like, no, I think generally, I think generally speaking, it's probably not healthy for anybody. I think there's people that are willing to tolerate the pain and they're willing to kind of live in that style or whatever. So maybe and people don't like, know that they're like... I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with it either. Like, I don't want to shame anyone for having like a no, nine to five. Not. It's like, no shit. It's like people have you to have do to it. Do it's do like, that. like, yeah, it's like, obviously Natalie works like crazy 12 hour shifts. Like I'm not giving her shit for it. She's, she's doing what she needs to do. And I was doing it for a long time too. So it's like, the thing is, like, when you do own your own company, it's, like, the, the freedom comes with, like, you have better health. It's, like, like I said, just even the fact that I'm, like, going to the gym more, it's, like, I just, my body feels, like, way better, feel way less stressed. You know, it's, like, all these things kind of just combine to just, I don't know, I just, I'm just optimistic and happy all the, not all the time. It's, like, shit, I have shit days, whatever. <laughs> of course. I'm not gonna, course. not gonna fake it, but, um. You just have a better outlook in life. And yeah. And, like, you can kind of, like, not see the future, but, like, you can kind of, like, get better grasp of like mm -hmm. what things are going to plan out to be yeah exactly and just and, and you're in control of that you know and it's like you don't have you're not relying on somebody else it's like if i want to do i could stop working for the next two months or whatever or whatever and like i know obviously right now maybe i'm in the financial position where i can hold that and so it's like just the idea of like being the freedom of like whenever i want i don't have another boss it's like like i could just do that i could go on like a hiatus or something and go out like like a backpacking trip for like yeah, a month or seriously. something just like the idea of that gets me so excited because like at one point i'm gonna do something like that like i, I know i'm gonna do something like that 
Like I've been wanting to do it dude, my whole life. We should go backpacking. We should. Fuck yeah, dude. When? Next like, week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like probably in like a year. Yeah. Yeah. You something know? like something. something yeah, like that. Where we have enough time to like plan it out and like make it a real trip. Dude. Yes. Dude, I'm I'm serious though. Like I've been telling Natalie I'm gonna do this for a long time. Uh, some mountains in Colorado or something like that. Like Long, oh, no, I was thinking, Long's Peak. I was thinking Thailand. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Bro. Better not bitch out. Thailand? Uh, well, like Japan? It doesn't have to be. Japan could be cool too. Or is that in chi- Thailand or ch- China, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck. You're <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> so, so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm not going to edit that out. Just so you know. oh, man. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you said. Let's just pretend like you didn't say it. Uh, Japan is its own country. Thailand is its own country. Okay, my uh, China is its own country. Okay. I don't okay. want to go to China. I thought Thailand was like a, a province in like no, China. No, you might be something. thinking of Taiwan. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, let's assume that. Um, <laughs> but even that is a, that's a disputed topic because China wants to claim that Taiwan is like a region of China. Oh, and so they don't recognize Taiwan. So they Taiwan. want to be their own country? But like, Taiwan, re- yeah, is like its independent country, but China doesn't recognize I it see. as its country. It's basically like the whole thing with Ukraine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going on right now, which is fucking wild, man. It's fucking oh, fuck God, that, I dude. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's been going on for a couple months now, so it's not like new news anymore, but I've, that's just uh, so shitty. I've been to the Ukraine the Ukraine? The Ukraine. Like you, I've been to the Facebook now. <laughs> that's, so that's what people call it over there, like the, the Ukraine for some reason. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Maybe just like they like English and they just want to throw an extra word there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, when I was there, I went to, um, I'm pretty sure we went to uh, the city called Dnipro. Dnipro. And it was, it's more uh, southern, north southern, or... East Southern. You're, okay, yeah. Southern, yeah, yeah. Southeast. Southeast. Mm-hmm. And so Southeast, okay, so is that, is that, I've been hearing a lot about it, the the Dumbass region? Is that the Dumbass region? Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right at all. Uh, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's agree to not say any more names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, 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 but, but no, seriously, I know the Southeast is kind of like where Crimea is, right? All right, you, you can't confirm, but that's okay. I'm pretty sure... The southeast is like where Crimea and like the Black the Black Sea. Yes, I swam in the Black Sea. Okay, so then yeah, you must yeah. have been around that area. So that is a very disputed area right now. That is basically under almost Russian full control, Russian yeah. control. So yeah. when you were that there, that was the area that, would, uh, that I was. How in. long ago was this? Uh, I know you were young, right? Two thousand and I believe two thousand and sixteen. 2016. Okay, so yeah. I was I mean, a sophomore in high school. So not that long ago. I mean, I feel like 2016, that's like when the whole Crimea takeover happened. Yeah, because right? when we were there, actually, um, we heard the village, not village, I, I don't know, town. That's that very should... insulting. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, no, I'm just kidding. All right, we, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the village, the village people. <laughs> no, bro, it was like <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're terrible, or we're not we're not politically correct. Okay, people, I'm sorry. All right, let's try. This we're again. human beings. Yeah, 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 we make mistakes, and we're also living in America where we're very privileged. Okay, let's just we get that. He's white. All right, just give him a break. <laughs> Continue. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. You're saying that the the people in the area were kind of talking about maybe possible invasion oh, or something. Oh no, yeah. So when we were there, uh, we were at this. I wish I knew what exact city mm-hmm. that we were in, like staying in. 
but we were right at the Black Sea. Mm-hmm. Like the hotel, it was a hotel with no air conditioning. Um, like yeah. Basically, it was like a kind of like just like a retreat camp for um, uh, it was for orphanages, like an mm. orphanage. Okay. Uh, me and my dad were there uh, on like a mission missions trip. Mm-hmm. Like for um, he was the Ukraine leader at our church. Okay. And so we went over there for like a missions trip to help out the orphans that were living in there, mm-hmm. living in Ukraine. And basically, each summer they take a trip to the beach uh, for these orphans. Okay. And so there's like a hundred of them or so that come and they go to this uh, kind of like resort area but it's not really a resort it's like two hotels um there's like a meeting hall with like uh like a dining hall and everything and then Mm -hmm. there's like a big auditorium room that's like there was no air conditioning in that auditorium room and it was like kind of half outside half inside okay so like there's just a covered area basically it was it was a building but like I guess since it was so hot with no air conditioning, I felt like it was outside. Okay. So it was like four walls, but it was yeah, almost like it, an oven at that yeah, point. Yeah, basically. And yeah. it was like, you'd fit like a hundred people in there every single night, like, yeah. uh, for like the services and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was an amazing experience, honestly. Like I've never experienced anything like that. Just like those kinds of people where they're living just like almost like none of those kids had parents, so right, they're all orphans, right? So like, uh, meeting all those kids like was just very humbling mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, of course, they they liked me a lot for some reason. I guess I don't know if because I was just American or like, yeah, I don't know. I was and you different. were also younger, and so I feel like maybe I was their age. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So all these that, kids were my age at so the time. That, yeah, it's probably a big big connection versus like all these adults, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just a crazy experience, like, living a week with uh, these kids that, like, grew up with basically nothing, Mm -hmm. and, like, they were pretty much, uh, like, living with, uh, like, in a community of, like, all of themselves, like, Mm -hmm. you know? Almost, like, closed off, you're saying, from the rest of the world? No, not closed off from the world. But, like, they were, they were a tight-knit community. Like, uh, the orphans would stay together and, like, they would kind of, like, mm. be together throughout the yeah, city yeah. and okay. stuff. And it was just uh, very interesting and just very impactful. Mm-hmm. Like, right. And that and you did that trip when, I mean, you said it was 2016, so you were a teenager. I was, yeah, I was 17. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, at the time, probably 17, that's probably a really good time, actually. Like, when you're just old enough to understand some mm-hmm. things, right? Exactly. I did a trip to... California so like not that kind of trip at all right I did but I did a trip to California uh, at the end of my high school right just graduated took the summer went to California with my cousin and did like an internship or whatever and just that kind of like uh, coming of age story that like that you hear about sometimes with like you take you take a kind of those like trips where you really find yourself a little bit right and like you have some like really impactful moments in your life where you realize certain things or like certain like truths about the world. Yeah. Right? And you, that's like, you what talk I felt. To, like I was like, yeah, you, you talk to all these strangers and you, you hear their experiences. You see like, especially when you're going so outside, like, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about California, but, and that was really different from Florida or like the town that I grew up in Florida, but I can't imagine like what it would be to go to like fucking Ukraine, obviously. But I'm sure that you heard 
these like ways of life that you could have never imagined before that. Right. And so they exactly. opened up your mind to like, or at least to me, I mean, I can only speak speak for myself, but even going to California, it opened up my mind to all of these different possible lives. Cause like when I was growing up in like a suburban city in South Florida, right. Coral Springs. Um, all I heard was like, there's basically like one path to life. It's like, you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you die, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's it basically. And like everyone at the time, obviously we're graduating high school. Everyone's talking about like what college they're going to go to, you know, like what they're going to study, how much they're going to be making in six years when they graduate. And like, basically everyone was kind of thinking along those lines and like all the parents obviously encourage that because they want their kids to be successful or whatever, like lawyers, doctors, whatever, yeah, all, yeah, all the typical bullshit. And then I go to California and I see all these people that are living like wild lives, you know, like producers and like filmmakers, all these like creatives. Like five people living in one room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to like obviously just because like they're passionate about what they do and they don't give a fuck about like, you know, their living situation or anything like that. And then on top of that, I'm seeing people that are like actually making really good living like freelancing and like then like taking like three months on, three months off. Like like the to me, that was like the wildest idea like that you could work three months at a time yeah, and then take the, take the next couple months off like completely go travel for the next three months and i was like dude that is great like why like that sounds like the kind of lifestyle that i prefer rather than the nine to five for every single week throughout the entire year and then maybe a week you know get one week off yeah, or whatever yeah. or you go to the bahamas or something like hawaii and then you fucking you go you back take, to work yeah and you immediately go back and it's like no you don't those those kind of vacations that are so quick like they're not they don't go deep enough you no. know it's like they don't touch your soul yeah you know? <laughs> no i know like, what you mean you don't have you don't have the time to acclimate to the yeah to the yeah yeah you and i've been doing a lot of vacations or at least i feel like i have recently like i've been going to like you know i went to like new york i went um to colorado last year i went to a lot of places last year but all of them were like relatively short trips right the longest was like a two-week trip um when i went road tripping actually after um, I left the studio. Uh, I went two weeks. I went to like Tennessee, Chattanooga, Nashville, and then down to Waco, Texas. And so that was like a nice longer trip. And by the end of it, I did feel kind of like starting to get there, but I wasn't also like going so far outside my comfort zone mm -hmm. to a point where like it really changes you or like shapes like your. It doesn't. It didn't like. I feel like it wasn't. You know, changed or like like totally by. It. it was refreshing for sure, and it felt great to do it. But it wasn't like the life-changing kind of trip that yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. you know? And so that's why when I told you about like, like the whole backpacking thing, like that, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, bro. Backpacking? Like, like a month or two where you literally go out there, you bring some cash, but like you have maybe a bank account or something that we can pull cash out of. And you just fucking like very minimal plans, but like you have a rough guide, Yeah. right? But you want to keep it a little loose. You meet some people. And you just say yes to everything, you know, like pretty much everything. I mean, not everything, but <laughs> pretty much everything. And then, and then it's like you just let the experience take Dude, you. That you know? sounds like the most amazing yeah, thing right? ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're one of the few people that would say it. Most people are like, you're fucking crazy. No, if dude, I go, that, I want if to, I go to Thailand, so I want a little Airbnb where I go for like a week and then like I take the bikini. Like, no, dude, the, the I want to be in the jungle, like walking naked. Yeah, maybe okay. not naked. Yeah, but. I mean, pretty, pretty close. To maybe like maybe like a little like a thong or something. Like the little, yeah, like a Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan <laughs> little leaf over your dick. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But I'm serious. And so it's like those kind of trips. Is like that's kind of what I'm craving in the next couple of years. As far as like I want big trips like that. And yeah, it's like uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just tying this all back into like with a real job. It's like that's not really a. Yeah, I mean, it's not. You can you can get 
a really good paying job and then make that decision for yourself. It's like you're making maybe like 100K a year, over 100K a year. It's like, obviously, you can quit your job probably if you, if you plan right, save up some money and quit your job. But I feel like once you're tied into that kind of job, you start, you immediately start kind of elevating your lifestyle to just barely like, be making it anyway. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. It's like you buy the bigger house. You buy yeah. a bit, you buy the nicer car. Yeah. You you you, you go to the nicer restaurants. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, you do all the you nicer things. You get fully things. consumed by the whole like materialism that you can afford now because of your good paying job. And you, but you just gotta forced. stay you just gotta stay at the right. But that, when you're in those level. positions, it's even harder than what is because you're 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 hating basically every day that you're working maybe possibly right some people are for sure um and so then that forces you like on the days that you're off all you want to do is like escape right you want to get away from what you've been doing you want something new and so then you go out and you buy stuff like i even felt that like i mean totally like shitty example probably but like even like as a high schooler right when i started working at subway like, this is my first job ever, right? So I'm getting paid. I was like, sweet, got some cash in my pockets. But I was working maybe sometimes like five days a week, like a lot of hours, whatever. Or at least it felt like it for a teenager. And and then I was like, I would get off. And then I'll be like, I need to spend this money because, like, I'm so tired of working that as soon as, like, you have some free time, you want to spend it on, like, to do something. Like, you're like, it has to be worth it. And, like, all of this hard work has to immediately pay off through some new video game or, like, through like some kind of experience, I'm like see, go see. out to dinner and some like fancy restaurants. Like I just want to blow this money because I want to make sure that it's real. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like that no, I worked that, my I ass totally off get and that, now it's bro. paying. That off. makes sense. I totally get that. And like, so I feel like that mentality carries over to when you're making hundred k plus. Yeah, bro. You want to buy the bigger house. You yeah. want to you want to live in the condo on the mm-hmm. beach. Like you want to buy so, the Tesla. Yeah. Like you want everything at yeah. that point. And and there and and then so then like you get trapped in that cycle obviously and so it, I feel like most people don't ever actually get the chance to do those kind of trips I and mean, maybe at the near end of life where they're like closing closing in on like retiring maybe that's when they realize like hmm shit I'm like sixty and I never did anything like that maybe I'll do it now and yeah, that, it's too yeah. almost too late then I mean almost, it's not too it's late not, but like it's not it's but not, yeah but like but why wait exactly why wait to live why your life experience that when you're young yeah. Yeah, when when you're fully able, when you know you're more resilient, when you have when your finances can take a bigger hit because it'll like, you know, not mess you up as much. You know, if you're if you're doing those kind of crazy things when you're closing out in retirement, it's like you know you're eating out of your retirement fund. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's like you know, you're it's gonna be a harder swallow to to kind of take those trips and like do those crazy things. But yeah, to to kinda I mean, wrap this up. I mean, like that was I mean, we should definitely do a trip. Like let's For just, sure, just put it out there. We gotta let's, we gotta start planning that. Yeah. And I've told the cold people this, most people bitch out. So Bro, I, mean, I will not bitch out on a Thailand trip. Yeah. Gotta get vaccinated still. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck you for <laughs> I mean, not that I like. I don't care. I've told you this, but like, it is. I know. I not know. Honest, not, I know. Not, honestly, <laughs> I really even don't even care at all. I was gonna say like it's kind of screwed it up for like because we could have worked together yeah, a couple yeah, extra yeah. times, but it's really not a big deal. I mean, especially now, it's like even though it's kind of coming back a little bit, right? I I, I just I have no. I haven't heard I was, anything. Like, I was on a meeting. Forever. This lady that I was on a meeting with earlier, she said she had COVID last week. Really? Yeah. And I was Actually, like, oh, my no, I'm so mom sorry. She's like, had yeah. COVID like probably like three weeks ago. I think less people are talking about it now because way less people are dying from it. Like very, very few people are actually dying. Like some people get it. Some people get a little sick maybe. But 
the number of people actually dying because we know how to treat it a little better and like obviously you know we're 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 better at treating it basically and so nobody's dying that's that's the good thing or at least that's the positive if you were getting it it's becoming like the flu this is what and that's that's kind of been said forever now it's like it'll eventually just be like a seasonal thing it'll yeah, be a flu you'll, come you'll need your your covid shot every year or whatever fuck it's like i never get flu shots why am i gonna start getting covid <laughs> shots every year fuck dude i can't remember the last time i got a flu shot <laughs> it's probably yeah. like middle school yeah elementary school i think they force them on you like around then right yeah. or at least some shots they do when yeah. you're 11 or something like that yeah no yeah but um yeah we we we, we need to do that that trip yeah bro like even like a i don't know like a biking trip that might mm-hmm. be a little bit more intense oh no you told me about this right like kind of recently where you like you want to bike from like florida up to like yeah, some crazy some, northern or state not or, necessarily bike but like hike the App- appalachian trail yeah yeah and even that that's like a like a month long yeah thing. Like it's a couple weeks at months. least yeah. i mean to do a portion of it i know it takes a couple of weeks i don't know what the whole thing does. it ends in georgia Right? It starts in Georgia. Georgia I would well, I would Georgia. go north, I guess. From I would start south, just from we're in Florida, so it's easier to start. Yeah. South and then go up north and then maybe fly back or something. But yeah, I mean, but for those kind of things, you need to you need to obviously have a lot of experience, and then have like a really good plan where it's like people are literally giving you like drop offs, dude. So like food. Actually, I thought of that. Um, I've been watching a bunch of like videos on this uh, couple that's been walking from new mexico uh mexico all the way to canada and like up the united states basically and they have they basically what they do is they before they go on their trip they plan the whole trip out Mm -hmm. like uh in every stop like in every town there's Mm -hmm. a post office that they kind of uh go to Mm -hmm. and they will have someone else they'll give them a bunch of like dry food they basically freeze dry all their food yeah it's like their rations uh and they they will uh Make meals and put them in the um, bear-proof canisters. No, like the the thing that takes out the water from fruit. Dehydrator. Dehydrator. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, they'll put them in the dehydrator, uh, put it in bags, and then they'll put them in boxes and like basically ship them to post offices. Yeah, along mm-hmm. the way. That's what I mean. Like you got to plan all those little stops out because obviously, if you're doing a couple weeks, especially in the Appalachian Trail, it's like you're not going with the idea of like full self-survival mode you're not no, going with like you're a, not gonna be straight a... up backpacking a rifle like, <laughs> yeah dude i mean like, like shooting deer and i mean you could now, now, now that now that, kind that of would trip. be amazing <laughs> like, that's, completely that's like some like, like alaskan bush stuff you know like out in the the alaskan bush where uh that would take years of training it's called like super tramp where he died Who? You, you know about the super tramps or the alex alex super tramp is that i think that's his oh name. wait uh, uh call of the wild or into yes, the wild into, into the, the wild? wild yeah i've seen that movie yeah, I've read yeah, that book. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie too. The book is good. Um, yeah. So like that's basically what he did, but he died. So yeah, maybe yeah. he doesn't end this. He didn't do it very us. smart. He's, he he got rid that. of all of his money and he got like. But that's kind. I mean, that's like the I most. Mean, yeah, that's the most pure way to do it. Like that I, is like, the I most appreciated pure way. the but, the sentiment behind that because he came from a family of a lot of money. You know the story a little bit. Yeah. Right? You said he read the book. Mm-hmm. So like he was so fed up. With, with, with the concept the, of money and like yeah. people materialism exactly sold everything mm-hmm. got everything away and went into the wild mm-hmm. just to live but you know he was out there for years like he didn't just go immediately to alaska die, and die. Yeah, yeah. like he literally like went a couple of years and like 
I think he went down to Mexico somehow. I think he was he did like the whole uh, kayaking through the Rio Grande into really? into Mexico, and and then he did um, some trips like throughout obviously California, like Nevada area, and like Montana. He did some farming stuff. Like when you're when you're that free, like I mean, free right? Like like obviously he was probably close to like starving every day, and like I mean borderline. I mean he was homeless, right? So like he's living that kind of lifestyle, but but he was going to places and like just like asking for some like do you need an extra hand on your farm and then like mm-hmm. this guy would take him in and like feed him for a couple months train him you know and then he, all those people that he met would just be experiences and like relationships that obviously he, he cared about and like they were very close and like connected with him a lot because that's all they were like that's all he, that's all he knew at the time like that's, that's that was his whole life for like little moments you know mm-hmm. and then he would when he was ready he would move on and so it was very i mean it was very extreme for sure like on the extreme end of like i would probably not push it that yeah. far as much as like i would i'd love to leave like i like to keep in contact with my family a little bit you know yeah i mean not too much but yeah, yeah. like send him a postcard yeah you know? <laughs> every once in a while grab, grab a payphone or something you know um but yeah just i don't know just the whole the whole idea of like getting disconnected from society and then doing something like that is just i mean for some reason it calls me you know like it it, really does bro i it might be you know some kind of some part of our primitive nature brains there's like we need forest and we need to hunt and gather or whatever but i don't know i don't know what it is it just it, it definitely i've always felt like a bit of a con to nature i think a lot of people don't necessarily feel that but i certainly have and that's why I'm constantly going to the mountains. So I mean, even on short trips or whenever I can, you know, I try to I try to go and just do some hikes, you know. Yeah, even just like, even if I can't get to the mountains, like immediately, like you know, drive up to Georgia or North Carolina or something mm-hmm. like that. I try and at least you know get outside or go to a park or right, right, do something like that. Yeah, I whenever I'm having not necessarily like a bad day, but like. I'm feeling a little bit stressed or like even a little bit on the depressed side. Like I'll just ride my bike over to like, I mean, Ivanhoe is like really close. Do you know Ivanhoe Lake right here? I, I believe I've uh, heard of that. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a whole little area down the street, but it's not very far. On a bike, you get there in like less than 10 minutes and just go there. Just sit on a bench, listen to like maybe some music or whatever and just watch the sunset and just take some moment, you know, just almost like a meditative kind of state put yourself in just a little bit quiet you know it's like i definitely need that uh, not often but like pretty often (laughs) for sure you know like it's it just feels healthy that's that's one of those things where it's like yeah it just feels like healthy and before i didn't i feel like i didn't have time for any of those moments and now it's like now i can take those moments whenever i want and so yeah I, i i i see what you mean and it sucks that we don't have more uh I mean, Florida, it's just, you know, Dude, that's it's not a, the most beautiful about. in nature. That's what I was talking about. Like, like we, the other day we were like, what do you want to do? Like, we were just chilling mm. and like, like, let's go somewhere, you know, let's go to like the woods. And then we we're like, where? Yeah. Like, like you can't, you like, can't spontaneously <laughs> Like, you can't just decide on them, like a, like on a Saturday and then be like, oh, let's go for a night in the woods or whatever. Like, let's go camping I mean, tonight. I mean, maybe if you live more in Northern uh, Florida or something like that. Even but. there. I mean, I've seen this stuff. I mean, there might be some areas that are like decent, but you still don't get like. The like, woods, woods. Yeah. I, I was in, you know, uh, when I was out in California or whatever, uh, there's a mountain, right? There's an area, there's a city called Big Bear. 
Big Bear Mountain and like Big Bear area of the city. It's a big skiing town, but obviously the mountains and there's some nice nature there, some good climbs, there's some hikes. Um, it's like two hours out from like LA, like deep LA, maybe two and a half. So it's like on a weekend or it's like, like a you whole could, trip. Yeah, you could definitely do like a spontaneous like, oh, let's just go. Yeah. You know, let's go for the for the day or let's go for the weekend and then just like camp out, come back the next day. That'd be awesome. It's like, but here there's like, you can't really drive like. No, 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 no. Like Nothing there's no that place. close. Nothing that close. I mean, the closest that I really get like that almost like mountain fix at is like Asheville or like that whole like North Carolina area where it's like the mountains are just big enough and just spread out enough where you're not like constantly with like a bunch of other tourists or like a bunch of yeah, other people you know yeah. not, it's not it doesn't feel like crammed you know or like the, the whole society is like kind of doing too much tourism in that area it just feels just spread out enough and then there's enough mountains with views and some waterfalls and things like that and it's like it feels good but now i've been there a lot and it's like it's slowly losing its you know i i keep going back because it's like again it's the closest thing but it's like fuck it's like, I guess, I guess we'll go back to, Canada, you know, North Carolina again. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the place where it's like, I'm so excited to go anymore. Now it's like, now we go and we end up spending more time in the city, like going to bars and like, like they have a lot of, uh, um, breweries, like big oh, breweries yeah. around there. We have, uh, you know, Voodoo Ranger, uh, Belgium Fat Tire. No, I haven't heard of that. <sighs> You're not a beer guy. I yeah. can't talk to you about this stuff. Sorry. Um, there's that. And then there's Sierra Nevada Brewing. Again, you probably won't know. Whatever, you're lame. Uh, <laughs> um, but but yeah, they so they have those breweries there. We went and like hit up a couple of breweries. Went to like some wineries last time. Yeah, so like we end up just spending more time in like the city. There's some cool downtown spots in like Asheville, um, but but I'm definitely not getting the same fix that I was like and like the first couple of times I went out there. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's getting to the point where it's like I need to go further every time. It's like push the boundaries, <laughs> push the limit every time. We gotta go to um, maybe before we go to Thailand, we gotta go to Colorado or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, do it. Practice, do a, yeah, yeah. Well, I really want to go to Utah. Oh yeah, and yeah. and we might have a friend that li- that's gonna be living out there. Um, I think she's moving. Well, she's not my friend. She's Natalie's friend, but she's kind of my friend too, naturally like that. Um, and so yeah, we've been. I, I went to Colorado last year. I didn't get to like explore too much. It was like a four day trip, so I'd be down to go again. Yeah, but if we could do Utah, that'd be dope Dude, too. Utah, Utah, would Utah, be cool. or like what else is out there? I guess like I could go Wyoming. back to like Portland, Oregon again. Portland. That place was beautiful. Dude, I want to go to Portland. I went there when I was like twenty, I think, or like nineteen, and so like I got to experience a lot of stuff. I was with like a good group. I had my cousin out there. I think he still lives out there, um, but. Again, that's like one of those places where it's like you, you you didn't see it at all. Like like it was like, and that was a decent sized trip. That was like maybe a ten day trip or something like that. And I feel like I still didn't get to see too much of it. Did you go into the city of like Oregon or Portland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we mostly stayed around the city, but then we did. Um, there's like these beautiful like there's like the Columbia River Gorge. You know Columbia like the brand. Oh, yeah. Like that's where I think it gets its name or something. So there's that. Columbia River Gorge or something, right? So it's like this giant canyon. And then like along that, there's this highway. And along the highway, there's like a ton of little offsets, or like little like pull-offs where there's like like a bunch of little hikes that take you to like beautiful, beautiful like waterfalls, just like a ton of them. Um, and so there's this one really famous big one. 
again, that was like covering tours, but then there's like a ton of like smaller ones that you could just do like little hikes around and stuff. And so we did that for a day. Um, but then there's a shitload of like big forest, like giant forest nearby. I mean like all throughout Oregon. Right. Um, and we did one overnight hike into one of those forests. It's called or the area or the hike or whatever is called Opal Creek. It was overnight. Well, yeah, we went, we, we hiked in, oh, slept, hiked the in night, slept in the night okay. and then hiked out. And, um, and that was, that was amazing. And like, we went, I think it was around 4th of July and the, the weather was just fucking perfect. Oh, that sounds awesome. It was just it was so beautiful. The whole, the whole experience. And, and yeah, that was, that was another really great trip. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I had some good ones. It's just, yeah, I guess that's why I'm like trying to push, push the boundary. And especially now that I can like travel outside the country, I'm like really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's where you start to really, um, you know, dive into like culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you can go anywhere in the U S and you pretty much get the same like kind of people. Right. I mean, there's nice little communities of like, you know, cool people and all that, but you want to experience like a full culture and then like put yourself somewhere where you know like you don't necessarily belong so it's like outside of your comfort zone a little bit i feel like that's where that's where it's at right now for at least that's what i'm looking forward to bro i want to go to like uh like uh peru or like um dude yes I i was actually thinking about that just now i was like i don't know if it'd be like the same kind of trip as like the whole thailand thing but you know, I'm Argentinian Peruvian. Mm-hmm. I have family in both places, so like, if we did a trip to one of those places, and it's like, at least I would have a portion of our trip. We'd go to like yeah, my true, hometown, yeah. man. For and sure. Like, I was I was mostly planning that or trying to do that with Natalie, but I mean, we can do Natalie Aria. I mean, we can bring more people. It's just the more people, it becomes even less likely we'll actually do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I know, it I becomes know. really yeah, difficult to plan that out. But. um but yeah, that's another option. It's like, and the mountains there are fucking amazing too. Like you get the whole Andes, you know, yeah. like the, those are wild mountains. <laughs> There's a lot to see there. I was also like, uh, wanting to go to like, like uh, Costa Rica or something like that. Dude. Yeah. Um, I meant, I was, I wanted to ask you again about, uh, Sebastian. He, he has places in Guatemala, you said? Yeah. Cause Natalie's, um, grandparents are from there and her family was thinking about possibly going at the end of this year you said he had some airbnbs Mm -hmm. yeah i think he owns two i think he was just about to buy another one yeah soon i'd be interested in in at least checking out where they are or like whatever um just because yeah we're probably gonna go or not probably gonna go but there's a good chance maybe that we'll go towards the end of this year um if you want to come out for that trip too it's like dude Dude. yeah that'd be sick i mean that's that might be in the next like three to four months i don't know when the weather is there good like what's good weather there is it it's pretty close to the equator so i guess it's i'm really not too sure like what's the best is it just tropical just kind of tropical all year long yeah maybe yeah i don't know i'll have to check it out more but but yeah that's another idea and i know obviously since he lives there it's like maybe he can tell some places to go or i don't know if he done antigua antigua that's a city yeah it's a city in guatemala it's like is that the capital uh, sounds almost like I believe it is. I'm not yeah. too sure. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a really nice city. It's like top yeah. notch for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I mean, just the name means like historic, basically, like history. Like Antigua is like an- antiques. antiques. Yeah. No, it literally <laughs> yeah. means that. So it's like, it just sounds like all these beautiful, like, you know, 
historic yeah, like, structures yeah. I've and seen some architecture pictures of it and, and the roads look like it looks almost like a movie set like it's like so clean and like really like it's like white brick mm-hmm. roads and like white buildings yeah. do they surf in Guatemala is that big there I have no clue is that somewhere else it might be Min- I don't Nicaragua. think that I don't think Guatemala does has a does it have like a coast like that Guatemala? Yeah. Uh, no, we're going back into this whole geography thing. We, should, we shouldn't put it I was going to say, I'm like, I think it has a beach, but I don't know. I know there's a beach there, but I don't know if it's like on a, like a, like an ocean coast. Oh, I don't know either. Let's not go into that. <laughs> I mean, I think, uh, I think it's time. You cool with that? Yeah. 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 Um, Here, you uh, keep talking to keep the conversation alive. Right. So uh, tell just, me a story. I don't know. Any story. You know any jokes? Any good jokes? Um, <laughs> oh my god, I just thought of one. <laughs> Tell me a joke. Bro, so <laughs> what's uh what would be like an Asian man's blindfold? An Asian man's blindfold? You went for a racist joke? <laughs> I'm an Asian man's blindfold, um, Kimchi, no, a seaweed from like... No, like a shoelace. A shoelace? Yeah. Ha ha, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't actually go for a racist joke, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I, I saw that in a movie the other day and I was like, oh my God. That's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. A shoelace. Don't put that in. <laughs> no, that was, that was just, I, I, am, I am actually going to edit that one out. <laughs> nope, you're fucked. You're going to get canceled. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's a good segue um, into this whole uh, gun situation that we got going on in, in, in America. Huh? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Getting, get, we're getting into the serious stuff now. <laughs> nah, I mean... I don't. I don't. I, mean, uh, I think probably don't even cover it. But it just my only idea or like thought about it is that I feel like it's it's there's such a clear pattern happening here, right? It's like every time a um, there's a Republican president, right, or like a pro gun president, <laughs> um, there's less of that, and maybe maybe the statistics. Don't back me up on I see this what you're at saying. all. And then when there's like a a democratic or non-gun president, right? It's like there's more of that. There's a lot. More <laughs> of that. And there's more like hate crimes and all that. I and see. on the on the opposite side, though, on the flip side, here you go. Sorry, excuse me. Um, on the flip side, though, there is way more. Um, you know. Black Lives Matter protest and not just protests because obviously protests are fine as long as they're peaceful and all that. But there's a lot more um, that woke activism that gets violent, you know, in certain yeah. places. There's, I mean, it's just basically whoever's out of power, whoever their base is, right, becomes violent when they're out of power. I see what right? you're saying. And so it, it's just such a shitty situation. It's like we obviously we we it's like. We either have the enemy of no, I don't know how to put this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck something up here, but basically, yeah, basically that when when there's a Republican president, 
there's all these there's there's one side of the base that comes out and like lashes out because they're they're in more of a distressed state you know nothing's going their way they don't have a president nobody's speaking for them and so they get pushed down even further right they feel like nobody's listening to them and that's when they're they're almost encouraged to act out and do all these crazy acts of violence. It sucks that obviously it comes in the form of like a, a elementary school shooting. Yeah, you know, seriously. like that's so fucked up, man. Like, Jeez. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, but whatever. I mean, it's happened so many times now. Like, we should we shouldn't even flinch, right? Like, we should we should just accept this as the, as a, as a truth, which fucking sucks. But but then on the flip side, it's like when we have Donald Trump's fucking president, then it's like we have. All these people looting and, and breaking to shit and having their own rallies of, you know, sometimes they get violent, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they're not, but sometimes they do. And so it's like, you can't win. You can't win. You can't lose to win. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cycle that like, it's almost like we almost just need to eradicate the, the two parties. But then again, if you do that, it's like, there's going to be even more conflict. Yeah. I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't just totally wipe them out. You would have to basically beat them at their own game, which would mean like something like the green party or the tea party or one of these, you know, no name candidates would have Mm -hmm. to win. Yeah, exactly. Like a neutral candidate. Yeah. I think in the future, if Elon Musk ran, I think he'd win. But the, the shitty part is like, he's just too busy and he, he, I don't know. I think I think I think the whole thing's kind of a joke. Not a joke, but like it's it's a, just a, it's a big show. It's yeah. a TV show. Yeah, it's a big show and like it just doesn't it doesn't change. It doesn't change like what happens in reality, you know what I mean? Um it it only it only I don't know how to, it only like sets back the other person. You know, because like they just basically go through four years of trying to undo some shit. Sometimes they get eight, right? They try to go four years of undoing, undoing what the other person and, did, and start moving in that in a different direction. But then as soon as the other person comes in, they, they go, start undoing eh, what they, they did. Go, nope, yep, uh, <laughs> we're going this way now. And so it's a, it, we're literally instead of moving straight forward and making progress, constant like constantly... progress, we're doing these fat zigzags, trying to fucking run away from an alligator or something, and and it's not getting us anywhere. It's, it's, Bro, that's a perfect, like, I wish we could, like, draw that out on paper or something, because that's, like, a perfect, like, explanation of how this America no, is No, that run. is. <laughs> I mean, and I guess that's somewhat, there. it, it sucks for the people on the, on, like, the far sides, like, on far this, far that, right? Because the middle is always going to win, even if the two sides are fighting it out, you know, because they're pulling each other. They're, it's a tug of war, and so they're pulling each other so close to the middle. They're everyone's trying to push the center, I guess, but whatever. I don't know. The whole political shit. Yeah, it's. I haven't had to think about it in a long time, though. I don't know. Maybe that's because I don't necessarily care or, or anymore. I guess people care, right? When they're when they're upset. And are I you guess, on social media a lot? Yeah. What? Are you like on social media a lot? Like seeing it at all? That's not really. I mean. Like, uh, I mean, I guess Facebook, you see some stuff, but I don't go on there that often. Uh, Natalie does, and she shows me some stuff, but it's not, um, it's not like common for me to just be like scrolling on Facebook or anything. And so that's good. That keeps me away from it. I, I definitely, I don't go on Twitter very much either. Um, but I mean, I see it, I guess. 
Like you know it's you know it's there for yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Like if you go looking for it, you will definitely find like all this political bullshit about like this side, that side. You know, everyone's just shitting on each other. I mean, you don't have to go far. You could just watch like Fox News or CNN, and it's like you know they're just gonna be oh shitting God. on the other people. Dude, even watching like Jimmy Kimmel or someone like that, they're like, I watched the the Jimmy Kimmel episode with uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, I didn't see the one. He had Biden he had, he had on Biden. there. Yeah, even those like, like you know, I was just like, yeah. dude, they were still just bashing Trump like every two seconds they could, and I was just like, like only giving him softballs, and yeah, it's, yeah, I'm like, it's just like I get, it's like people are, are in these bubbles, they want, they know what does well for their ratings, and it's like that's all they're playing to, man. It's like that, and you you can't even blame them. It's like I used to like Jimmy Kimmel, man. I thought he was funny. I thought he, I, I probably, he probably is still a little bit funny. It's the writers. It's the writers, and it's like the product, the 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 networks that mm-hmm. are just telling him what to say, or like forcing him certain lines, and it's like he has to, for the sake of his job, follow that line. I think it's it's slowly changing though. With things like, I hate to keep bringing it up, but like things like Joe Rogan, obviously, and like there's a couple other people that I feel like, um, I don't know, are slowly kind of bringing back. There's, there is a space for, like, intelligent conversation, right? Like, if, if you... If, That's what I feel like. Like, most I, of the content that I consume, I know, or at least I feel like, is pretty leveled. Neutral to, like, neutral, each like, side. Yeah, exactly. And so there's... I feel like there's a population of people that are all kind of in this neutral, in the know of, like, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. Yeah. And they're slowly going to... We're going to carve out a new center, basically. I see what you're saying. Does that make sense? And then we're going to, I don't know, eventually. And I, I feel like it's it's like half of the our generation and like half of like a little bit of older generation and half of a little yeah. bit of younger generation. No, it's 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 smart people everywhere. It's exactly. Just, it's, like, it's people that aren't afraid to just question what they're hearing and be like, wait, but like what are the facts here? And like what what is actually happening? Like I know what you just told me and that sounds great. Like what is the other side? You know what are you know what's the other? What's the person that doesn't want you to win? Saying, you know, can you just tell me that? Because that'd make me believe you so much more. That'd be like you saying like, all right, this is my plan, and then this is the counters, and it's like I think they have some really good points, but I think mine's slightly better because this, 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 and this. Yeah, and yeah. It's like people don't want to hear that though. You know, they, <laughs> they're so focused on like bashing each other, basically. Yeah, making the other side look bad. Yeah, like that you can't like win in a sense of like. If you do this, the other person's just gonna say something about you, and like vice versa. Like you would just right. And if you don't, then it's like, then you're not in the game anymore because people, people, their eyeballs, their attention will go to. But that's what I'm saying. I think slowly the attention will come back. It'll come back to the intelligent conversations. You know what I mean? Like we have to. If we don't, I think. Uh, I think we're coming to the end here. <laughs> the end of the fucking world. <laughs> the end of humanity as we know it. Like it's all built up to this just like it's of crazy. like technology and just everyone just talking and it's like people communicating through phones and everything and it's just like yeah. and yeah, it just yeah. stops. Just like if someone unplugged it. There you go. Dude <laughs> No, and it's like how would that even happen? It's like Things would have to go really south, right? It's going that but way. It, well, it seems to be in that direction in our views, but is it really? I don't know. It's like, how much longer are we here? Maybe a couple hundred? Can we figure this out? Probably not in our lifetime. <sighs> I just, but do you think, think in like, okay, so 
that's what sucks is that you only have a lifetime. But go ahead, go ahead. In like a hundred years, do you think they're gonna be like thinking back like to our like they're gonna be like yo fucking two thousand and twenty two like that was like the decade like stone age of like they had COVID back then like like the viruses what the fuck was a virus like yeah like who knows eventually they could be like thinking like that like they could be like in Star Wars age yeah. or something but that's what we just went through they're gonna be I saying know. that they're gonna be saying that and then a virus is gonna hit them. And then, yeah, and then, and then they're the next gonna fucking generation die. No, they're gonna... just gonna die. <laughs> That's when the world ends. They're, everybody's dead at that point because they were like, oh, a hundred. Let's say, let's say it was a thousand years later. A thousand years later, they're looking back as like fucking chimps, right? They're like connected with technology on this like global level, and yeah, like everybody's like... just symbiotic. Nobody's having sex anymore. Every sperms just being texted to each other. <laughs> like, do you want to accept my baby? <laughs> yes. Ding. It's like poof, and then like five minutes later, it's like. You know, you just your 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 microwave baby's done, <laughs> and then fucking everything's gonna I don't know, go fucking crazy. It's just and then but no, okay, but then there's gonna be a virus. They're gonna be so above it. They're gonna be like we will detect everything, blah blah blah. And then it's gonna start going through the society, and then nobody's gonna have feelings, so nobody's gonna care about everybody yeah, that's yeah, dying. Everyone's just gonna and be then, like there, like hooked up to a yep, chair, like with yep. like. And then that'll be the end. Hopefully by then though, we would have shot some sperm into the universe. Just magically yeah, into yeah, space. Yeah, and start, start creating other human life forms like us. That's how we were created, basically, is I think. <laughs> Another <Yeah>. life form <laughs> shot sperm into the universe. Pretty much. We are... Think about it. Think about it. They're talking about how um, this big meteor, right? Think about these numbers. Hold on, that's out. Here you go. Um, I'm good on this. All right, me too. Um, think about these numbers really quick. I'm doing them in my head as we're speaking, so maybe they're totally off, but... <laughs> Hold on. All right. I think. <clears throat> All right. Check this out. Check this out. All right. The the Earth, right, is like tens of millions of years old, right? Dinosaurs lived on the Earth for a couple million years, I think. I'm pretty sure is what the numbers are. Might be totally wrong, but hear me out. And then this this meteor came, right? Wiped out the dinosaurs, and then within two hundred thousand years, here we are. So how how do we, or maybe two hundred thousand years was um, the time that Homo sapiens were on the Earth or something like the time, like it was just way faster. Like our progression, dinosaurs have been here for millions of years, right? So why did we? accelerate our progression oh, and take over basically human so like saying, they take over the world so this so i see what you're saying what am i saying you're saying that there was a meteor or some sort of object from space that was carrying a sperm or some sort of human life form yeah. that got shot onto the earth and basically that from that one form of life like spread into mm -hmm. all of and think about beings. this we are just a virus basically just taken over a home, a home? oh my fucking uh, we've God. taken over the host we will eventually learn to control the host completely we will manipulate the earth as we need basically terraform it right if we need to or we'll just continue and then we'll start shipping we'll start sending ourselves out and spreading that way we're just a virus that's trying to spread man just, or Earth killer, or World War. We are or Earth killers. World, world, world fucking destroyers. termites. We are. We're just termites, we're dude. Roaches. 
Yeah, we're what every other species is, I guess, but we're just doing it really fucking good. Because we have intelligence. Because we have intelligence. Uh, we have fucking thumbs, dude. That's <laughs> apparently one of the big keys. We have a conscience where we have, like, basically a self-awareness. Yeah, but there's some animals that have that, too. Dolphins. They say dolphins are one of the smartest animals. Yeah, but dolphins are apparently yeah, smarter than couple. humans. They're smarter than humans? I don't know, but... I mean, I guess it depends on how you rate smartness, but um, <laughs> we have guns, dude. Like, they'll never win, you know? You're fucking right. <laughs> what, what are they going to do? Fucking... Imagine eventually we do, like, tap into some of their crazy smartness and, like, they're able to start building shit, like, for us. Like, we'll be just... Well, at that point, they're, that's sad. That's just slavery. You know? That's just slavery. Putting dolphins to slavery. <laughs> yeah, that's all they're going to be at that point. Bro, there was mm-hmm. actually uh, this story where um, this woman was taking drugs with d- drugs with dolphins, um, psychedelic drugs, and she was taking fucking these... them. She was fucking them. Yes. <laughs> well, no, she was jacking them off. Actually, ah, yeah, yeah. So they would jack yeah. off the dolphins to like make them relaxed, and they were taking like psychedelic drugs with these dolphins to try and like somehow telepathically communicate. You know. That's really fucked up. And like, it's what true, do you communicate about? If you look that up, your sex object? Like, what? If you look that up, it's like, uh, it's actually true. There's like a, no, I believe that. I think I actually heard that one too. That's wild. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, like, what the fuck? And there was, it was research. It was like, it was like government studied government research. Government funded. Like, government probably. funded yeah, yeah. research. Of course. To like, like, fucking hell. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's just bad spending of government money. It's like what government money isn't spent poorly, right? It's like how do you decide where money goes? Like, I don't know. How much does war cost? That's stupid. I feel like we got roped. We just got out of Afghanistan. We were supposed to have no wars. And then all of a sudden we just got roped in. I mean, I kind of, right? A little bit? I don't know. It's like I feel for the people. We said like $40 billion or something. How long is this going to? This is going to be another 10-year war. Could be. Just sucking money out of the, the U.S. for no reason. I mean, not for no reason, but... Jesus, I mean, I feel like an asshole even for saying that, but yeah, know. you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Kind of. Like, is <laughs> is there? Can, do we have a goal? Like, can we just? I would. I would much at this point much rather just be like, if the world started voting and the U.S. was like, should we fully go in? Everybody going like fully into the Russia and like, boom, just destroy them. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Same. <laughs> Bro, I'd fucking go over there. Yeah, yeah, I'd sign up, man. I'd fucking... I'm serious, but like... Bro, if we got like... We'd have to get like everyone, like the, U, the whole UN. I think I think a lot of people here would... The thing is, the people that usually want to go to war, the Republicans, they are the, they don't want to go to war this time. They're like, nah, we'll sit this one out. They, we, they, they're on Putin's Because I feel side. like they have like their... Uh, they're, like, uh, they're on Putin's they're, side. Yeah, they're like... They're like well, not really, but... They're like kind of like... They're gay for they, Putin a little bit, you know? Because they don't want to side. This is the only reason that they don't. This is how fucked up our, our political system is. They just, they don't want to side with Biden. If Biden's sending money there, they're like, oh, that's a bad idea. Just because, just fuck him. And now we're not making any kind of policy sense at all. It's just, it's all just to fuck the other guy. It's fucked up. Because usually Republicans would be like, fuck yeah, let's go to war. Like, yeah, I know, send I know. the military. <laughs> if, if Trump was in office, this would have been dealt with years ago. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's like, really? What are you doing now? It's like, imagine if imagine if Trump ran again, right? He's, everyone thinks he's going to run again in 24. With I a, think he is. With though. a policy of like, we're going to go in balls deep in Ukraine. <laughs> like, oh and then everyone would be against it again. Everyone would be like, no, 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 not with you. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> like all the Democrats? Yeah. <laughs> then everyone would be against it. I swear, you're just going to flip-flop like that. That's what's going to happen. Call right. right now. I bet $10 on that. You're going to bet for me? You're going to bet with me or I'm against with me? with you, no. Well, I guess who are betting against? <laughs> we'll charge Donald Trump. <laughs> but yeah, I totally agree with they, they would flip-flop like that. Yeah, of course. It's just like naturally, that's, that's just what's going to happen. Ah, shit, man. This is a good sesh, man. I'm having a good time. I'm a little drunk. I'm a little faded. How time is it? No idea. Yeah, it's 6.01. Well, let's go. We can just call it. Sounds good to me, bro. Doop, doop. Spence, my man. You are a pleasure to speak with. Thank you for having me on. Uh, give me a follow. At, uh, oh, fuck yeah. Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> you didn't buy a spot. <laughs>